BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. It's pretty crazy to think that for almost three years now, I've been recording this podcast every week, recording intros just like this one, and just putting it out every single week, no matter what. Most of the time with incredible guests and a good bit of the time with solo episodes as well. And today is going to be a solo episode with tons of information about why I'm taking a hiatus from the podcast for the next few months, how my health is doing lately, a huge, terrifying health scare that I had not too long ago, uh, what to expect in the coming months and exciting things. This is not contrary to the topic, going to be a depressing episode or anything to make you sad or make you miss me, even though I'm going to miss you guys so much. But I'll tell you all the different places where you can find me while I take this hiatus. And also, I'm going to work on putting content out during the hiatus, which we'll get into. But I promise I'm taking a real hiatus for my health, learning how to rest, learning how to incorporate all of these self-care tactics that I have been focusing on for the last few years and basically just dedicating myself to getting healthy for my wedding and getting healthy for my life in general, which is something that we all deserve above all else. Without our health, we truly have nothing. And, you know, I haven't had that for the past couple of years. And if you're listening, I hope that you have your health. And if you don't, then you know on a firsthand basis how hard it is when you don't. So I could go on and on about that, but I just want to talk to you guys about how I made this decision. And I hope that regardless of your health and where you are in your life, it will inspire you to put yourself first above all else and just listen to your intuition and notice when you need to take a break or when you need to switch things up or when you need to let go of something, 
especially something that you're very attached to and something that you greatly identify yourself with and on and on. So we're going to get into all of that before we do. I would like to thank our first sponsor for today's episode, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite beauty supplement company. They've been sponsoring the podcast since day one, and I've been actually using them, using their products since even before the podcast days. So my favorite Hum Nutrition product is their daily cleanse. It is a liver supplement, um, cleanses the liver. It's really, really good for the skin, good for detoxifying. For those of us with Lyme disease and compromised immune systems, it is absolutely crucial to take different supplements that are going to help detox our liver. So the reason that Daily Cleanse works is because it's full of cleansing minerals, organic algae, a bunch of different detoxifying ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dandelion leaf extract, milk thistle, copper, matcha, selenium, zinc, and a few others. And I love it. You can take it with food. You can take it without food. It's non-GMO, sustainably sourced, pure and potent, gluten-free, clinically proven, and premium quality, just like everything you'll find here on this podcast. I legitimately only tell you guys about things that I love, that I know will enhance your life, and I know you will love as well. Something awesome about Hum Nutrition is that you can talk to a nutritionist on their website for free. You can also take a cleanse or a, oh my God, did I just say cleanse? (laughs) I think that that is a Freudian slip because cleansing is something that you will be doing with your body if you take Hum Nutrition products. You can also take a quiz, a three-minute quiz to find out which supplements are best for you on humnutrition.com. So you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, at checkout for 20% off. Um, Some other supplements I love on Hum Nutrition are their B12 Turbo. Everyone can use a little B12 support. It's also vegan. Their Raw Beauty, which I just keep in my purse and add to smoothies that I order when I'm out and about or coffee or tea. And I also love their Big Chill, which really helps me calm down, helps me focus and helps me cope with stress. So check them out, humnutrition.com. Use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, and enjoy. So since it's a solo episode, I'm just going to get right on into it, you guys. Let's see here where to even begin. So I think where we should begin is the reason that I'm taking this hiatus that I've made this really difficult decision to listen to my intuition, listen to my heart, is because a few weeks ago, I had cavitation surgery for Lyme disease, which means that uh, I found out because I was having crazy jaw pain, crazy, crazy, crazy jaw pain for a couple months. I mean, like jaw pain so bad, I couldn't even open my mouth to talk a lot of the time, which is really hard when you have a podcast and you're planning a wedding and you're trying to live life. But my jaw pain was so bad. I did not know where it was coming from or what to do. So I found out that a lot of patients with Lyme disease who have jaw pain are suffering from cavitations, which are infections and bacteria 
in your gums, which come from some kind of tooth extraction or mouth surgery that does not heal properly. So 11 years ago, literally almost to the day I had my wisdom teeth out, like many people do, I had all four wisdom teeth taken out. They were all impacted, which means that the dentist had to go underneath the bone to get the wisdom teeth out. I had no idea that bacteria has been festering in there ever since and making tiny little holes in my jawbone. And because I have Lyme disease, that means that I'm extra susceptible because my immune system is pretty weak. And when you have Lyme disease, everything's just a little off. So that means that Lyme disease can burrow in your gums. Parasites can burrow in your gums, mold, bacteria of all kinds. And of course, no one can see what kind of bacteria is in your gums until you have the cavitation surgery and have it biopsied. But what they can do if you see a good periodontist, which I absolutely love mine. So if you're in LA or if you have access to coming to LA, Dr. Moldvon in Beverly Hills, we can give you her info in the show notes, is an amazing periodontist. She can do an x-ray or any periodontist, hopefully can do an x-ray, tell you if you have cavitations. And then eventually, if you're up for it, you can book the surgery, which is an oral surgery where they go in, um, clean out the bacteria in your gums with ozone and PRF, which if there's parasites in there, anything else, the ozone will kill it. And they remove the bacteria and then they seal you back up so that you don't have the little cavitation holes anymore, which is space for bacteria to grow. So for someone with a compromised immune system, this surgery is very intense because the detox, first of all, is brutal. Not to mention your gums are getting cut open and drilled into and cut basically down to the jawbone, which is painful no matter what. And because there's so much bacteria coming out, if you do have cavitations, then that means you're just going to be detoxing on a very brutal level. So I tried to prepare myself for that with all of my usual detoxifying agents, like infrared sauna, chlorella, binders, like charcoal, coffee enemas, colonics, all these things that I do on a regular basis because I do have Lyme disease and a very compromised immune system to begin with. So I thought there's nothing I can't handle. I've been through it all. I've been through a lot. I'm always detoxing. I'm sure this will not be extra bad. There's no way. But of course, just like the surgery that I had last summer when I had um, a huge fibroid removed from my uterus, I went into it with so much bravery, was not nervous at all. And it ended up being basically the ride of a lifetime, not in a good way, really difficult, um, although worth it, of course. This was pretty similar. Um, it was painful. It was difficult. It was, the detox was intense, but what happened that really shifted and altered my life and 
led me to hit this excruciating rock bottom that made me make these decisions about my life in general is that, so I had the surgery on a Tuesday. My mom was down here. Obviously I live with Jonathan, my fiance. So I had two amazing people taking care of me. I also have access to my Lyme doctor and my periodontist. So I had a lot of support. Tuesday night was fine. I took the pain medication that I was prescribed. You know, I slept. Um, Once the pain medication wore off, the pain was so excruciating. I just ended up taking more pain medication when I was able to. And I am someone who likes to do things very natural, very holistically. I didn't want to take pain medication if I didn't have to, but I had to. This was a very high level pain surgery. So I had to do what I had to do. And Wednesday comes around, I rested, I took the medication, I detoxed, I relaxed. I took a lot of chlorella, which was advised to me by my doctor. I took so much chlorella. I don't even want to tell you how much because I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. (laughs) But you know, chlorella is a plant and I didn't think that you could really overdo it on a plant. So I took a ton of chlorella pills. On top of that, I took tramadol, the pain medication that I was prescribed for the pain in my mouth post-surgery. It had only been 24 hours since the surgery, so I still needed that pain medication. And then the third thing I took, which please just learn from my mistake and don't ever do this yourself, is I took THC. And I'm not one to usually take THC. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, it's a plant. It's legal now in California. I'm usually more of a CBD kind of person. I love CBD, but I ended up taking a THC and CBD pill. And there's a pharmacist that I work with who told me, do this, do this after your surgery, take it in abundance. It will help you. So I was kind of just gathering along all the information that I had been suggest that had been suggested to me. And I was also pretty out of it from the surgery, from the sedation, from the pain and um, ended up taking all of those things and then going to sleep. So fast forward to about 2.30 in the morning and I woke up to go to the bathroom. I walked into the bathroom and when I got in there and turned on the lights, I had the sensation of all of my organs completely shutting down. And there's really no other way to describe this other than my organs shut down and I've never felt this in my entire life, but I sensed and felt that this is what it feels like to die. This is what it feels like to come to the end of your life. So immediately, of course, I started absolutely panicking. My heart was pounding so fast. I was having an out-of-body experience. I was blacking out. Everything was black all around me. I couldn't see. I thought I was either going blind or dying. Meanwhile, my heart's pounding so fast. I think I'm having a heart attack. My brain is either detoxing or... Uh, 
having a drug reaction. So I feel like I'm having a stroke. All the while, I'm trying to keep myself standing up, holding onto the counter in my bathroom. And I start screaming for Jonathan. He comes in there. He's very disoriented. We both are. And I'm just freaking out. I'm trying to tell him what I'm experiencing. He's very scared. And I'm telling him my body is shutting down. My heart, there's something wrong with my heart. I'm freaking out. I need to go to the hospital right now. Call my mom, call my doctor. So he calms me down because at this point I'm hyperventilating and screaming and sobbing. And it was just the scariest thing I've ever experienced. Not to mention, I was so out of it from the combination of tramadol and THC that I was basically hallucinating. I felt like I was on some kind of like intense hallucinogenic drug. And I was just positive and I was not wrong about this, that I had poisoned myself unknowingly from the combination of stuff that I had taken before I went to sleep. And I was so out of it and so confused. I didn't know what combination was causing this experience, but I knew one of these combinations was very, very, very bad. So I'm screaming, I'm freaking out. Jonathan calls my mom because I begged him to. She lives in our building. She came downstairs. And by the time she got downstairs, I was more calm because I was in bed sitting up and part of the worst of it had passed, but it was continuing to come to me in waves where everything would black out in front of my eyes. Everything would get fuzzy. I couldn't see her face or Jonathan's face. To me, they looked like demonic. And that's how I know I was for sure hallucinating on top of everything else. So I had them turn on the lights because I was terrified. And I just went through this roller coaster wave of pain in my heart, pain in my brain. My hands were shaking. My entire body was shaking. And again, I felt like my organs were shutting down. And this just happened on repeat for hours. And eventually, my mom went back upstairs to go to bed. I mean, she was very worried. Jonathan was worried. I stayed up and watched TV because if I closed my eyes, I would go into like a dark spinning black hole is what it felt like. And it was so scary. My entire life flashed before my eyes. I saw everything. I saw what's important in life, what's not important in life. I saw where I'm placing all of my energy and where I'm not placing any of my energy. And as much as I like to believe that I put myself first and I put my body first and I am so careful and I'm so into healing and self-care, what I was really, what I've really been doing is putting all of my energy into maintaining work, maintaining my brand, maintaining this podcast. And I love this podcast very much. And we'll get into that in a minute. But when I saw my life flash before my eyes and I saw what's important is love and family and health and friendship and and what I saw was me and Jonathan at our wedding. I saw this flash forward almost. And I saw that I have two options. I have the option to put my health first in a real way and try to heal and try to feel good and 
pay respect to myself and my fiance and our love by trying to heal for this monumentous day that we have coming up or pay respect to my work and my brand and my career and you guys by just showing up all the time, which honestly is basically paying respect to no one because I'm giving half of myself to this podcast, not all of myself. I'm not able to give my full energy. And when I listen back to a lot of the interviews and conversations that I have, while I love them and they keep me alive, they keep me on my toes, they give me purpose. I hear in my voice exhaustion and brain fog, specifically like in some of the past few episodes, I couldn't even string my words together for a sentence. And some days are really good and some days I'm on top of it. And that's the trickiness of Lyme disease is that I have wonderful days. And sometimes those days fall on a day where I'm doing a podcast and it's great and I'm super proud of it. And I'm so happy that I'm pushing myself through this difficult time to record and release episodes and and give myself a sense of purpose, which is so important for people who are sick and, and people who are healthy. We need purpose. Other days I have to record and I don't really have a choice and I don't feel well and it's and it's challenging. And I think to myself, I'm doing myself a disservice because I'm not feeling my best. And it's just, I, I don't want to be a total perfectionist, but I don't love releasing things into the world when I'm not feeling my best. Beyond that, I've let go of the perfection. I'm not even a perfectionist anymore because I haven't felt well in so long. I've just been doing the bare minimum to keep things going. And I'm just seeing now that a true break is necessary. So to go back to that night, that very just, worst night of my life, terrifying, worst night of my mom's life. It was very scary. I woke up in the morning and I Googled tramadol and THC, found out that it's a fatal combination, like a code red beyond whatever. If the highest level is 10, beyond a 10, do not ever take these two medications together it can cause death, coma, heart attack, stroke, etc. Not to mention, I have a very clean and pure body. I don't take a lot of actual medications. I do a ton of detoxing. I'm very sensitive. It's I'm not a good candidate for mixing heavy-duty medications. So when I experienced that near-death feeling in the middle of the night, that was real. And although there were hallucinations and other things going on that made it even scarier and terrifying and hard to trust myself and almost to the point where we weren't sure if I was having a panic attack or more. But I was saying to Jonathan and my mom, this is not a panic attack. I'm sorry. I know what a panic attack is. And I know that what I'm experiencing is very physical right now. And yes, it's mental because it's terrifying, but it's so physical what's happening with my organs and my brain. So beyond mixing THC and tramadol, I also 
had taken all of that chlorella, which was pulling toxins from my brain, giving me a brain herx, which people who have Lyme disease know the term herx, herxing, herxheimer reaction, which is basically a die off of toxins that can make you feel so sick. And if it's in your brain, can make you feel like you're going crazy. And that's what was happening. All of that at once, which feel felt to me like a stroke. And then I heard from many of you on Instagram who said, you or your husband or someone, I've gotten this from so many people, mixed tramadol and THC and did have a stroke or did have a heart attack. And whatever happened in my body, I feel like I had a miniature version of all of that. It was truly a big, huge wake-up call. And it was so unintentional, but I unintentionally poisoned the shit out of myself. And because I am such a believer in the universe and spirituality and everything happening for a reason and everything happening for us and not to us and no coincidences in this life or beyond this life, I know that this experience happened for a reason. This drug interaction happened for a reason and this ultimate rock bottom. Because after that, yes, that night was a rock bottom, a huge rock bottom. But beyond that was almost a worse rock bottom because the after effects of an experience like that were so awful. My body, my brain the pain that I was feeling physically and mentally, the terror that I felt after what had happened, um, the exhaustion from not sleeping and the pain post-surgery. And then just the aftermath of of having your first ever near-death experience is truly just insane, just above and beyond, so difficult. And that weekend. So that was a Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday were some of the hardest days of my life where I was just on the shower floor sobbing hysterically in more pain than I've ever been in, in my life, afraid to take pain medication because of what happened. Um, Unable to go to a wedding of Jonathan's, one of his oldest and best friends, which was very devastating. I mean, it's always devastating to miss important milestones in people's lives, but especially more so to not be there for the love of my life, my fiance, to know that I've missed countless things, things that he really wanted me there for. And he gets it, but it's just the pressure that we put on ourselves as humans is so hard. So all of that kind of led me to my ultimate rock bottom. Um, I spent the entire weekend alone, first of all, because my mom went back to Sacramento and Jonathan was basically at the wedding and wedding festivities all weekend. And I wasn't well enough to go out and see anyone or really even have people over. So it was very important for me to be home and to contemplate my life and to reevaluate everything. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of soul searching. I did a lot of meditating and resting. And what I came to was that nothing matters except for our health. 
and I don't have my health right now. And when we chose our wedding date, which is November 2nd, coming up soon, when we chose that over a year ago, I was so certain that I would be healthy by now because it just sounded like it was so far away and that I had so much time to heal. But that's not really how it goes with Lyme disease. It's a slow, very slow process. And it's trial and error to find the combination of treatments that works for you on and on. So I thought about this wedding and I thought about the other events surrounding my wedding, bridal shower, bachelorette party. And I want to enjoy these things. And at this point in time, I don't even have a choice. I mean, yes, I'll enjoy it because that's the kind of person I am. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to make it work, but it's not ideal at all. I don't have the energy to do things like this right now, let alone have a wedding, plan a wedding, put my heart and soul into it. And that's really hard. It's it's just a hard place to be in. Anyone who's ever gotten married, planned a wedding, knows the energy that comes with it, the stress, the fun parts, the special parts, the thought that goes into it. I haven't really had a chance to be a part of any of that. I tried on wedding dresses in January with my best friends and my parents And I slept for like two months afterwards. I'm not exaggerating because it was so exhausting to go to stores and try on dresses, which is crazy, crazy. And I just, I don't want to continue to be in that position. And my wedding coming up is just one small piece of why I, I know it's like yet another sign that it's time to put myself first in a real way. So I had a really big just like breakdown and wake up call with that when Jonathan came home and we were talking about our wedding and I was just bawling my eyes out to him about wanting to be well for our wedding and our honeymoon. And and then after that, like our life, (laughs) I want to be able to be healthy and have children and I can't wait to be a mom. If I was healthy, I would want to have kids right after our wedding. I would want to get pregnant. And that's not currently an option for me. I cannot do that to our future children. I can't have them while I'm this sick and then risk passing Lyme disease to them in utero. I have to get healthy. So this rock bottom led me to that and led me to knowing these things happen to us. We get sick because we're being asked to level up, level up in huge ways. And I have leveled up. I know I have. I've listened to the messages and the callings and everything I created, waking back up to your own soul, the spiritual awakening nine-week course that I created just as much for myself as for anybody else. I have awakened spiritually. I've become psychic. I've connected with the Pleiadian aliens. I've connected with my spirit guides. I've gotten into Reiki and meditation and shamanism and crystals. And this sickness journey has definitely taken me on a spiritual journey. It's reconnected me with nature, with plant medicine, with being vegan again. And 
there are countless gifts and up-leveling. And I know I've been up-leveling like crazy. However, it's always easy to go back to what we know. It's always easy to go back to what we're comfortable with. And between these experiences of major up-leveling, I've always gone back to what I'm comfortable with. And I think that's just a pattern when you spiritually awaken and then you end up going back to your comfort level and then you awaken a little more and then you go back to your comfort level. And I think at least what my intuition and my soul tells me is that for me, I'm I'm being asked to up-level more. And going back to my comfort level is not, to my comfort zone is not doing me any favors. Like every time I do that, I have another wake up call. And part of my comfort zone is releasing podcasts every week and identifying myself as the balanced blonde and identifying myself as not just Jordan, but Jordan with the podcast and the blog. And I think anyone who has had success with business or blogging, it could maybe relate to this. So I've been blogging now for six and a half years, meaning that my identity has been wrapped up with being the balanced blonde for a really long time. And they say sometimes when you experience great success, at a relatively young age, I was about 21 when I started my blog, that you it, you really start to identify yourself with your craft. So people who act, this happens to them. People who write, this happens to them. Blogging is writing and being in the public eye and photos and, and being recognized out and about and all these things that I genuinely love so much but I have used them to kind of define my self-worth in a way. And people who love me have been telling me for a while, reminding me, you are Jordan as well as the balanced blonde and you have so much value as Jordan outside of the balanced blonde. And I know that, but my comfort zone, because it's been so many years, is to give to others and to share my life with others and to maintain this workaholic mindset, no matter what, and to show up and sharing my life is therapeutic for me. I don't even want to say it's it's unhealthy because it's not. It's so healthy for me. It's been the biggest blessing of this of my life, of this whole journey. However, parts of it I know I want to relearn how to identify myself as Jordan because I keep getting the message from my soul that once I do that, And once I identify myself as Jordan above all else, then I will basically be given gifts from my soul, from my spirit. I will get back into alignment with who I really am because there's more to come from me that is outside of everything I've been focusing on for these last six and a half years. So... I have a feeling of what some of those things are and I want to get into those things. Um, Before we do, I want to thank our second sponsor for today's episode, Thrive Market. 
Thrive Market is so special. You can go to thrivemarket.com slash blonde to check out my curated favorites page and all of the amazing things on there. Well, you'll also get $25 off of your first order and free shipping. And you don't have to sign up for a subscription or anything when you do that. But I'm telling you, you will save so much money on all of the products that you love. It is a win-win. You get everything delivered straight to your door. I order from Thrive Market every single week. I get all of me and Jonathan's favorites from the Primal Kitchen salad dressings that Jonathan goes through so quickly to eating evolved chocolate, to Ayurvedic mouthwash, to my Ayurvedic tongue scraper, toothpaste, Hudson's cat food, Siete chips, the list goes on. I get so many things. I also ordered like 15 different types of dental floss on Thrive after my oral surgery because I want to be better about flossing every day. And I got all these different organic dental flosses. Flosses, that is a funny word. They also have coconut butter, all my favorite nut butters from Artisana and so many other nut butter companies. You can shop by category. You can shop by diet. Like if you're vegan or paleo or keto or sugar-free, you can shop by all of those different options. You can shop by price. You can shop by what's on sale. And everything is so much lower price than if you were going to be shopping in a store because Thrive Market goes straight to each brand. They don't have a middleman. They don't have any middlemen jacking up the prices or anything like that. So everything you get, you get for less and it's all healthy, non-GMO. You can shop by organic, which is of course what would be the TBB approved way to go about things. They also have healthy wine. I don't drink, but I know many of you do and I have nothing against drinking. Thrive Market's amazing. So go to thrivemarket.com slash blonde to check out my curated favorites page to get $25 off and free shipping and tag me on your Instagram stories so I can see what you guys are getting from Thrive. And thank you to Thrive for sponsoring the show. So what I wanted to get into was what I have a feeling some of the gifts from my soul are getting back in alignment with my soul from this time off that I'm going to be taking, this hiatus that I'm going to be taking. So first of all, I got my first like big answer, big sign from my soul once I hit rock bottom, which was a huge sign to do bee venom therapy. And if you're not familiar with bee venom therapy, that's going to need its own episode for sure. Once I come back, it's a very holistic and natural way to treat Lyme disease and other autoimmune diseases. I've been hearing about it for a long time now, but it was never really the right time to do it. And now I finally feel like it is. And that was because I hit rock bottom. And now I've been getting all these different signs from the universe and beyond about starting bee venom. So I could tell you what some of those signs are. One of them is that I, earlier this weekend, I asked the universe, please send me a sign if I should be starting bee venom therapy for my health. And instantly, I'm telling you instantly, I went up on my roof to read and a butterfly landed on my knee and stayed there for 30 minutes. And then I was surrounded by bees all around me dragonflies and june bugs and it was just like 
the entire insect kingdom was dancing and sharing with me that it was a huge yes. Plus, I've just been hearing about it a ton. There's tons of synchronicities. I have so much support from different friends of mine who've been doing bee venom therapy and who are some of the leaders in teaching about bee venom therapy. And it's just, it's a big yes for me. And hitting rock bottom was a big lesson for me in beginning, or sorry, it was a big lesson for me in that it's time to try something new with my health. And bee venom therapy was the thing that instantly popped up. So that's that. Another thing is I've been getting tons of signs to return to writing my next book, which will either be fiction or a memoir about this whole journey with Lyme or both because something keeps telling me maybe I'll work on both simultaneously. And just getting back into writing a book and spending less time writing on social media, et cetera, is going to be really good for me. I'm not going to be leaving social media. I'm definitely still going to be on Instagram, still going to be on my blog, thebalancewand.com, and also in our Soul on Fire Facebook group and other things. I don't really want to take a full hiatus from all that because I tried that a year ago and I missed you guys way too much and it just didn't feel in alignment at all actually with what I was seeking. So I love to be in touch, but I also really love to take a little bit of the distractions away. I think that's really, really important. So I know that just removing such an absolutely huge part of where I put my energy every single day into this podcast will open up and free up so much energy and space for me to write, for me to get back in touch with my soul and write what my soul is wanting to express, whether that be a memoir, whether that be fiction, whether it be both, whether it be neither and something else. I'm really excited to see what it's going to be. I really can't wait. So that's really special. I'm excited to pour more energy into my relationship, into planning our wedding into Jonathan. He deserves it so much. He's so patient with me and so understanding and so compassionate and so loving and makes this whole journey so much easier and so much better for me. However, he deserves a lot more energy from me. And I've been so caught up in giving a lot or all of my energy to work for so long that by the end of the day, I don't have anything left. And if I was a healthier person, I would have a lot left for him. But because I'm not, and because I'm using my precious energy that I don't have that much of on other things, then he doesn't get as much as he deserves. And that's not how I want to go into marriage and into our life together. He deserves it. And I want to give it to him. Same with my closest friends, same with my family. So I'm really excited for that. And I know there are so many gifts to come, not to mention our weddings in November and then our honeymoon to Bali is also in November. So I have so many things to look forward to and enjoy. And it's so important to take breaks and take the pressure off of ourselves. So that's what I'm going to be doing thanks to the rock bottom that I hit. 
So now I'm going to answer a few of your questions. I asked you guys on Instagram what you wanted me to touch on in this episode. And there were tons of different questions um, about different topics. So I'm just going to choose a couple different ones to hit on right now. Let's see here. Someone says, what are you, what are you most excited about for your break from podcasting? I'm most excited about my wedding and honeymoon and writing and being able to give more energy into all of that. And then I forgot to say getting strong for our wedding and just for life. I haven't been able to exercise or do yoga or anything, which are a few of my biggest passions and healers in this life in so long. But just in the last couple of weeks after I decided to take this hiatus, I've been doing yoga again and I've been doing workouts. I've been doing Melissa Wood health workouts at home to try to get strong again. And it's been amazing. And the endorphins have actually made me a happier person. And the energy has been good from working out. And I don't know, it's just, it's a big step in the right direction. And I have a feeling that getting strong again is going to give me a lot of, what's the word? Inspiration. And it's it's going to make me feel a lot better. And I have a feeling that sharing that journey, documenting that journey on social media and my blog is going to help me and help a lot of other people. And I'm really excited about that. And when I'm using my energy for the podcast, I literally, I don't have it in me to go to yoga at the end of the day or to even do a short workout at home. I don't have, I don't have any of that. So I'm very excited for that. Another question. Let's see here. There's just so many. Okay. Selfishly, this someone says selfishly the Lyme protocols. What's working? What's not? How to choose a Lyme literate doctor? Okay. So the protocols that have worked for me that I've really found have benefited me are stem cells. I do umbilical cord stem cells once a month with my Lyme doctor. Ayahuasca plant medicine has helped me a lot. Uh, That has just been a personal decision. It's a very personal choice for people, whether you're up for doing plant medicine, it is a psychedelic. It will take you to a different place. I have three different podcast episodes on ayahuasca if you want to check that out, but it has helped me a lot. My spiritual awakening has helped me heal a lot. And what else? Just bringing my toxic load down with detoxing. I do coffee enemas every day. I do infrared sauna pretty much every day. I do a salt, oil, sugar-free vegan diet, which has been really anti-inflammatory and healing for me. I have done so many herbs and supplements. I do Dr. Jess MD's um, thyroid support and her stress support, I believe, which are a big mix of herbs that are good for Lyme. I do homeopathic remedies. The cavitation surgery, although it was very difficult, I'm sure has given me energy now that the bacteria is um, lessening or it's, it's detoxing from my body because so much bacteria was taken out in that surgery. And when I come back to the podcast, I will most likely do an episode on healing from the cavitation surgery and um, 
have my periodontist on so we can talk about that in more detail. And then how to find a Lyme literate doctor. You can go on the globallimealliance.org and they have a great resource to find Lyme literate doctors in your area. If you live in LA, I highly recommend Dr. Erica Lehman. She's a godsend. She's an angel. She'll definitely be on the podcast when I get back to. I've been in her care for a year and a half. And then I'm going to be starting bee venom therapy. So after I start, I can give you guys more information on that. Next question is, what does your soul need to express right now in this moment? I love this question so much. I'm just going to tune into my soul and ask. Okay, so my soul is saying, return to the earth, clear your mind, meditate, and you will be set free. And that's for me, but that's for everyone else too. Returning to the earth has been huge for me. I spent the weekend in Ojai a couple weeks ago, and it really revived me in a way that I cannot even describe. I was just laying in the dirt amongst the trees and the earth was recharging me, recharging my heart and my soul and my muscles and my body. And I can't even tell you how much better I have felt since then. So returning to the earth, returning to nature is huge. That's another thing I'm excited about for this hiatus that I'm taking is that I want to spend more time in nature, more time going on hikes, more time going on walks, enjoying life outside, outdoors. So important. Someone asks about manifesting and the law of attraction. So I just want to mention that waking back up to your own soul, the course that I created will be launching again sometime in September and you should definitely sign up. It's all about all of that. Waking back up to your own soul, manifesting the ways to use law of attraction in a practical sense where the law of attraction will actually work for you in your life. I believe that's module seven of the course. And I really hope that you guys go on that journey with us. It's been an incredible journey so far with over 320 incredible individuals. And it's just so fun. So when we launch it again, definitely join us if you're interested in manifestation, law of attraction, etc. Someone asks about digestion tips and gut health. I would say definitely take a digestive enzyme and a probiotic. I like Silver Fern. You can use the code BLONDE for a discount there with Silver Fern. Beyond digestive enzymes and probiotics, I like the tip that Kimberly Snyder gave on last week's episode, which is to eat light to heavy. So lighter meals earlier in the day, heavier meals later in the day. And also food combining. So don't combine fruit with other foods, which is really difficult for me. I like to eat salads with like figs in them and apples. But every time I do, it wreaks havoc on my gut. So just eating a few key foods at a time and then always cooked or steamed. And everybody's body's different. But for me, a plant-based diet digests the easiest for me with a lot of liquid meals, so soups and smoothies and juices, of course, supplemented with solid food. But when you're really trying to heal your gut, liquid meals are helpful. 
So all of those are some good tips. I also have some blog posts some recent ones about digestion, IBS, and gut health. So I would check out thebalancewand.com and search IBS um, for some good tips there. Also love coffee enemas and colonics, but that's a personal decision for you. So many other good questions. Ooh, having a positive approach to manifesting money. I have a solo episode on that. That's episode 130. I highly recommend listening to that. It's all about manifesting money and abundance in your life. Pleiadians, fairies, connecting to higher vibrational beings. Yes, I love connecting to the Pleiadian aliens, to fairies, to high vibrational beings. And the main way that I do that is that I clear space in my mind every day to go quiet and listen to my mind and take all my distractions away. So I like to first thing in the morning, meditate and journal before I go on my phone, go on Instagram, go on email, introduce distractions and other people's thoughts and opinions and creative expressions into my mind. And then I like to write to the Pleiadians. I'll write in my journal, Pleiadians, what messages do you have for me? I like to listen to light codes. We have the incredible Wendy Kennedy on this podcast from actually a couple of years ago where she did some light codes, language of light on this podcast. And I listen to that a lot. Brie Melanson, she has her psychic boot camp. You can use the code blonde for a discount to do that. She teaches all about channeling. Channeling is all about trusting yourself, all about letting go of doubt, all about letting go of fear, all about honestly, at the end of the day, just having trust that what you're doing is real, what you're doing is working. And don't doubt yourself. Don't question yourself because we all have the power. We all have the ability to channel. And that's what I teach you in waking back up to your soul. That's why I created it because I wanted to empower everyone to wake back up to their own soul and know that we are so abundantly powerful and manifesting and channeling is not just for psychic mediums and shamans. It's for everybody. Everyone has access to their guides. Um, The Pleiadians are here with me right now. They guide everything that I say and everything that I share. And they're dancing and rejoicing right now because they want everybody to know that we all have access to them. You have access to them. All you have to do is call on them. And if you're listening to this right now, then you do have a connection to the Pleiadians and they're excited to be a part of your life. Um, They're saying that they're already a part of many of your lives without you even exactly knowing it but they do like that you know it because when you know it, you can focus on them and you can ask for specific guidance from them and they're here to guide you. They're also here to let you know that you came here into this life to do big things. We all reincarnated here on this earth or incarnated for the first time, depending on what you believe and how old you feel your soul is, to do big things, to tap into our souls, to tap into our alignment, to creatively express ourselves in really amazing ways that will inspire others and will leave a lasting mark on this world. So connecting to the Pleiadians will teach you that in really big ways. And they're excited to share that with you. 
So definitely do Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul, the course, if you haven't yet, to learn how to connect with the Pleiadians and the Pleiades. They're so amazing. Someone asks, transitioning out of veganism, why and how you incorporate animal products. So if you're not familiar with my journey, I was vegan, then I wasn't vegan. I wrote a book about it called Breaking Vegan. And now I've been vegan again for two and a half years. So I do have that book, Breaking Vegan, that teaches you all about transitioning out of veganism if you feel that that's good for you. I don't have any judgment toward anyone, vegan, non-vegan, paleo, whatever you feel supports you and you being your healthiest, best self. So check out Breaking Vegan if you are struggling from an eating disorder or struggling from unsure of how to transition from veganism or vegetarianism, or if you just want to read more about my life, I wrote that book five years ago and I'm excited to write my next book. Yeah. So check that out. Breaking Vegan. You can find it on Amazon, etc. My my um my website. It's a great resource for to answer that question. Let's see here. Overcoming food and body image anxiety. I would say, again, Breaking Vegan, that book. I shared all of my tips and tricks there and my my heart and soul in that book. Can you share about your experiences with coffee enemas? Yes. So I do coffee enemas every day. I have a tutorial on my blog, how to do coffee enemas. Just Google the Balanced Blonde coffee enemas to read it. And I love it. Coffee enemas have so many incredible health benefits. Um, For one, they're incredibly detoxifying. A few different benefits are relieving constipation, boosting immunity, and increasing energy. It stops the overgrowth of yeast if you have candida or yeast issues. It is really helpful in removing parasites from your system, especially if you're also doing a parasite cleanse, which are different herbal protocols. It helps remove heavy metals from your body and it treats a whole host of things like if you're depressed or anxious, it can help. It really, really helps your colon detoxify in all the ways and I just prefer it. So everyone has different preferences for the way that they like to detox and things that they like to do. For me, it gives me energy. It makes me feel really good. It makes me feel empowered. I can do it at home. It helps reduce bloating. For me, it's just helped me because I have such a heavy toxic load because of Lyme disease and co-infections that every single day I need to detox or else I feel like shit. So it helps me detox. And I hope that that helps answer your question on my Amazon shop page, which we can link in the show notes. I have my favorite enema coffee and enema kits that I recommend. And yeah, just start slow. And if you're doing it, make sure you're drinking electrolytes. Make sure you're drinking tons of water, cold pressed juices with lots of nutrients because you do not want to deplete yourself. You just want to replenish everything that you might lose in the coffee enema. So I'm going to answer one more question and then just kind of explain to you guys what to expect from the podcast. So the final question that I will answer is, 
your spiritual practice and how you structure your day. So every morning I wake up, I snuggle Hudson. I think snuggling and cuddling our animals is a spiritual practice. I would snuggle Jonathan, but he leaves really early for work, but he always kisses me goodbye and we always talk, which is totally part of my daily routine. And then when I wake up, I make a huge effort not to look at my phone. I journal and I meditate. I do a 20-minute meditation. I use I either do my own meditations from waking back up to your own soul, or I do a Joe Dispenza meditation or a Gabby Bernstein meditation. I like it to be about 20 minutes because it's not too overwhelmingly long, but it also sets the tone for my entire day. Um, I do that in bed and then I get up, I drink water, I drink celery juice, and then I make a mushroom latte, usually my Four Sigmatic. You can use the code blonde for a discount there. And then I start my day. So I either start by doing some light stretches and yoga or turning on my phone and texting people back, ideally writing or going to yoga. And then from there, I just check in with my intuition all day. I check in with my soul, with my angels, with my spirit guides. They guide me with all the decisions that I make. And I do what feels good. I do a lot of reading. I love to read Abraham Hicks. I love to read Gabby Bernstein's books. And I also love to read fiction. Um, I'm not always just reading self-help and spiritual books. I love to escape into fiction. And that is a spiritual practice for me to just let my brain turn off and flow and float away. It's, it's quite amazing. So that's my general spiritual practice. I take a bath also every single day, usually at night with Epsom salts and then my coffee enemas, my infrared sauna practice and yoga are all my me time that make me feel really good. I like to sage our home and use Palo Santo and I use a lot of essential oils and crystals. And I've just kind of structured my life around only doing things that feel intuitively good, which is a spiritual practice to me in itself. So that would be mine. It's pretty basic. And then Jonathan and I meditate together every night. And I try to limit my time on technology, which I'm still working on. I'm not so good at that yet. And then at times I microdose ayahuasca and microdose other forms of plant medicine, which get me into a really deep state where I'm communing with my souls and my angels and my guides and the Pleiadians. And yeah, I like to have the Pleiadians be a part of my day-to-day life. So that's that. I want to do a whole episode on that when I'm back. And there's so many guests to look forward to when I come back to the podcast, which will probably be in January, but I'm not putting any rules on this at all. I kind of want to come back in October to do a birthday episode. I'm turning 29 on October 11th, and I would love to do a 29 things I've learned in 21 years. So I'll probably do that given that I'm feeling okay. I want to do some kind of wedding episode with Jonathan. So there aren't going to be rules around this time off. If I feel like having a guest on, I will. If I feel like coming on, I will. Or if I don't, then I won't. And we are going to be doing best of the show episodes, most likely eight of them. So I'll be choosing eight 
favorites from this year to re-release. And you guys can look forward to those. So if you haven't heard them yet, that's awesome. And if you have, then maybe you would like to listen again or maybe not. And you can just look forward to when I come back, um, we can connect on Instagram. We can connect on the Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. We can connect in the Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul course, which will be launching again very soon. I'm always around. I'm always here. I'm not going anywhere. There are how many episodes? More than 150 episodes that you can listen to of this podcast. So if you usually listen every week, but you haven't listened to all the episodes, then it would be super fun to have you go back and listen to any that you haven't or any that piqued your interest that maybe you were not interested in at the time, but now you are, something like that. And I'm going to be hopping on Instagram and doing Instagram live and and writing and all that good stuff. And I just want to thank you so much for supporting my journey, for understanding that this is a very powerful time for me to heal, to go inward, to listen to my body. I hope that it inspires you to heal, to go inward, to listen to your body. I hope it inspires you to put yourself first, to not be afraid of saying no or saying yes to yourself or saying no to the things that don't currently serve you in your life and just always breaking the mold and not identifying yourself with uh, with a brand or a career or anything that's not your soul to know that you can always get into alignment with your soul. It's always possible. And just, yeah, put yourself first. I encourage you so much to do that. I appreciate you guys so much. When I started this podcast, I remember thinking I had literally struck the jackpot in life because I couldn't believe that I get to do this for work and connect with you guys in this way. And I still feel that way. And I just so much look forward to being healthier again so that I can enjoy it the way that I did when I had more energy and so that I never ever have to dread when my guests are coming over because I just don't know if I'm going to feel well enough to have them here or not. I can't wait for all of that to be behind me. I can't wait to record new episodes with you and listen to them. Or what am I talking about? Record new episodes for you and listen to them and feel extremely proud of my energy and how I feel and my healing levels and all of it. I just look forward to everything. Truly, I look forward to my wedding and taking you guys along for that ride. And I do want to just stress, there's just no rules. I'm not placing rules on myself. If I do come back and record a couple episodes, no judgment from anyone, I hope. And if I don't, then the same, because we're all just on this wild ride of life. If you're looking for some older episodes of mine to listen to before I release the best of the show episodes, I would highly recommend all of my episodes with Jenna Zoe on human design. Um, Human design has changed my life. Knowing that I'm a reflector has kind of influenced this entire episode in itself. Um, Episodes with Marianne DeMarco, episodes with Nicola Berman, episodes with Shaman Durek. Those are some favorites. Uh, 
Brandon Cohen, my first ever guest who's been on several times, is an amazing guest for business um, inspiration. And otherwise, look forward to the upcoming Best of the Show episodes. And please stay in touch. Definitely subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. So that when I am releasing new episodes again, you'll get them straight to your phone every Wednesday and you'll get those best of the show ones as well. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you feel inspired to do so. And I'll send you a free gift, which is my Soul on Fire Yoga ebook. And a huge thank you again to our sponsors for today's episode, Thrive Market and Hum Nutrition. Code soul at hum nutrition, code blonde, or sorry, thrivemarket.com slash blonde at thrive. And thank you to you guys. You make this possible for me. And I just appreciate your love. Um, something I would love so much is if you would go on Instagram after you listen to this episode and send me a message and tell me or comment maybe on a photo because I see that more than I see messages, but whatever you're comfortable doing. And tell me how the podcast has impacted your life. However long or short you've been listening, it will make me feel so grateful and so good and so full of love because this was a really, really, really hard decision for me. Nothing has ever been harder. I'm experiencing like an identity crisis in a way because I never take breaks like this and I'm feeling a bit guilty about it and a bit weird, even though I know that it's for the best. So any loving words you could send my way about how the show has impacted you on your own health and spiritual life journey would just really mean so much to me. And I love you. You guys are my favorite. I can't wait for the best of the show. I can't wait to come back. I can't wait to share all about my wedding with you. And I love you, Soul on Fire Tribe for Life. Join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook so we can keep connecting in every way. And I guess the final things I'll leave you with here are number one, no rules for my life or for your life. Maybe I'll be back sooner than I think. Number two, always put yourself first. You're so worthy and you're so deserving of giving yourself all of the love. And number three, we came here to express ourselves creatively and with deep reverence for our souls, living in alignment with our souls. So be creative, fall in love with your life, make your life something that you're so proud of, something that you love so much. And then finally, make your life a unique expression of your soul and nothing but good things will come. I love you so much. We'll talk soon. Rate and review the show if it has impacted your life. Email me so I can give you a free gift. And we'll talk really soon, especially on Instagram. Mwah.